0: I used to do lots of things. I used to do things and I say things and Jesus, I was evil. Take things and break things and Jesus, I was evil. I never should. I also, uh, I also got a couple new patches. I know, I know, got patch update. I haven't put them on this. So I got Rebel Alliance. All right, yeah. It's going to go go on my back, like upper back. Yeah. And then, do you know what Taylor Ham is? I bet you don't, right? It's a very New Jersey thing. So the Hmm. the proper thing to call it is, hold on, let me cross out this part. So it's like a deli meat. And it's very New Jersey. It's made in Jersey. but So the divide, and you're going to get some some Jersey uh, knowledge darts here, some factoids. There's a clear divide between North and South Jersey on what, to call this this meat it's like a mm. pink meat comes in like a big fat tube um yeah. like a big girthy girthy tube and north jersey people call it the proper name which is taylor ham yeah. but south jersey people uh i keep doing the wrong thing call it pork roll yeah. um which is incorrect so if you ever see it make sure you call it the right right now so that, and that's oh. your jersey that's your jersey facts of the week
1: oh so that so when i never go to new jersey like i'll <laughs>
0: <laughs> the more you know um, you can come
1: sure. you, you uh, want to come I... sometime yeah can
0: All i right, can well, i crash on in your bed absolutely you? not no
1: oh,
0: okay <laughs> yeah I, oh you can't stay here you're, oh. you're not staying in my house no i got it's me and my cats we got a good thing going on here <laughs> 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 anyway, oh god what what um, let's introduce the show all right this is uh yeah. the
1: reckless pork cast um, taylor ham
0: cast damn it i just <laughs> went over Hamcast. it <laughs> yeah.
1: see i can't go to jersey
0: right. my cat's I, caught in my wire all
1: right
0: uh, actually where two... i live now where i live now is pork roll country and i'm like behind oh, really? enemy lines here oh. yeah yeah it's one of the things my girlfriend's like look i'll like the sports teams you like yeah. I can get into the movies and shows you like, but I can't I can't say Taylor Ham and I'm like, well, you know, that's something I have to ruminate on, but
1: yeah, we'll it, might, it might
0: it might be it might be what really, you know, drives the wedge between us.
1: Yeah, I think you should divorce your girlfriend.
0: Well, if anything's going to do it, it's this topic. <laughs> yeah. But she's louder.
1: Speaking of divorce, I saw someone
0: <laughs> <laughs> what, what a segue.
1: Um oh there is and this is this is this is creative, this is arts related. There's a um a Twitter account that I follow called Threatening Music Notation. And it's just like sheet music, but it's like people just throw in like random, they'll write in like random crap and it's just, it's just humorous. It's more like music theory nerdy crap.
0: Yeah, but, it sounds like very very inside baseball, like a very niche group of people. Yeah, Which is but cool. I feel like, yeah. Which is cool. I like those communities. Yeah, exactly. I mean, not that one, but others.
1: <laughs> but there's um they had this one meme. Um, uh, where it was like me saying, uh, um, DJs are not musicians because all, all they're doing is is just sitting down and they're just tapping on keys, and then and then it has like oh, but but then a pian a pianist is going like this, and then and then somebody like, <laughs> <laughs> and then somebody wrote under it, somebody wrote under it, you this is actually this is one of the causes for my divorce. <laughs>
0: so, oh wait, I saw that. I saw you tweet that. I retweeted, I, I, I retweeted yeah. that. Yeah,
1: uh, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, uh,
0: what is but, your take on on DJs?
1: Uh, I think they're musician adjacent. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah I, 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 mean, I was I was yeah. very
0: into that scene. I, I went yeah. through an EDM phase, like like uh, most of us, uh, most of us red blood Americans did during like the 2011 to 2013. Yeah, There's that EDM. Phase. And I've heard that like the real ones, or maybe not even, but like actually mix on stage, which I think does take skill. Yeah. The others when they're like doing stuff with knobs and and, and you know, other devices, it's yeah. just there's messing with the volume. <laughs> like it's not... yeah, yeah.
1: So you know it's funny, I, I used to have a much more critical view of them of, of DJs. You're just yeah, whatever. You're just standing there just pushing buttons, yeah. like whatever. Um but but in, in over the last few months there's some like electronic music and some some ambient music where I'm like okay like I can I can appreciate the musical uh, talent that went into this it's different yeah. it's not theory you're not learning actual music but you, you there is the application of taste
0: well i always is... just i always thought that thought there were different things like yeah. I, I don't know there's a, a atmosphere for avici who rests in peace i love mm-hmm. avici yeah. um he's kind of my doorway in, into edm yeah. and there's a atmosphere for you know, a lead guitar, a bass, a drummer, and a lead singer, like yeah, or yeah. a guitar. Yeah, I, I think the the latter takes much more skill. Yeah, um, but it doesn't mean that EDM's not fun. I just never yeah, compare. Yeah. I just never really compared them. I was talking to them
1: Right. Something. I mean, it's like comparing like the Avengers to the Godfather, where it's just sort of like.
0: Dude, I'm okay. I'm glad you said that because not not to completely change topics, I have a confession to make, and I uh, know we didn't. I know we did an episode on this. Yeah, yeah. I might be turning on the whole superhero thing turn in I, this I, direction the bad one <laughs> the, the anti one the like Uh-oh. Uh-oh. The like dude i can't it's non it's everything yeah like i know we said i think to summarize our episode on this it was like yeah. it's good because it puts people in theaters they're entertaining sure. they're fun right yeah. but like i think it was different and I've been reflecting on I've been thinking about this way more than I should be. <laughs> like I had a whole conversation with my brother about it. it Who's like uh, he like he's really into it. he was one of those guys who like found the list of what Marvel movies to watch in order and did that, yeah. I think maybe over COVID and over summer.
1: Yeah.
0: And and he was like pretty kind of agreeing with me too. It's like it's all the it's everything. Cause it's not, it's it's it used to be like a movie or two a year. Now it feels like it's every movie and every uh actor is a, a villain or one of the heroes and it's every yeah. show you know i go on hulu or netflix and it's just yeah. it's everyone's in fucking tights and a cape yeah and so? i think it's starting oh my! like i I know, <laughs> yeah. I know i know i know yeah. and i don't want to be you know yeah, yeah. angry guy yells at cloud but right, right. i catch myself like rolling my eyes yeah and the thing is that the, the marvel movies i've seen and it's not just marvel dc sure. i i like i've always said i like kind of the grittier ones i am gonna i'm probably gonna start the batman tonight Okay, I'm um, yeah. probably finish it tomorrow. I, I like that. Um, even those, I think, can be kind of funny sometimes. Like they've they overdid that too. Uh, but um, the ones I see, I tend to like. Like I've seen sure. Civil War, Black Panther, Captain Marvel. Like I, I, I didn't dislike any of them, and I liked some. Yeah. I, and I thought some were great. Oh. But it was like, like I remember when the Sam Raimi Spider Man came out, like the Tobey yeah. Maguire. That was like an event. Yes, it was like a huge thing because yeah, it was yeah. and. I feel like now it's just like kind of lost it and it's almost getting kind of, I don't know. It, it's starting to, it's starting to be overwhelming.
1: Yeah. They've, they've definitely um, saturated the market.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. Cause yeah, no, I, I like, I'm a pretty big fan of, of most Marvel movies and, and, and superhero movies in general, but yeah, I, I can definitely empathize with that, that argument of like, yeah, it was when there were a handful of per year, but now it's like every month there's a marvel movie now there's a there's a disney plus show now there's a dc yeah. movie now. another marvel movie another dc show <laughs> and there's a cartoon there's the animated version <laughs> right that
0: yeah how yeah, many spider-mans know. fucking like in the past three years how many spider-mans have come out uh oh, <laughs> i don't know, like 10 20 like there, there's the animated ones i mean yeah. there's the trio then there's there's one latino and then there's a, a black one also who's like animated like it's yeah, so yeah. confusing I don't know. I don't want to be that grouchy guy, no. but I just, I, I, I've been catching myself. It's like, oh Jesus Christ! Like another fucking person in tights and a cape. Oh,
1: yeah. Well, speaking of, actually, like this is totally accidental. When I, when I compared Super- a Marvel movie to The Godfather, Francis Ford mm. Coppola, who has been pretty open about his hatred of, of uh, superhero mm. movies, mm. actually mm. praised Deadpool. He's like, I love Deadpool. Like that's one of the few exceptions. Like that allow. You, you know what's Deadpool. funny?
0: I don't like Deadpool. Oh really? I did. I did not like Deadpool. I did not find it charming. I found it annoying. Yeah. I love Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. I just that. I, so I take back what I just said a few minutes ago because I didn't really think of Deadpool. Is Deadpool Marvel?
1: Yeah.
0: Oh okay. Well, I did not like Deadpool actually. It was okay. Like I think yeah. I, I rated it again like the sixties or something. So like yeah. I found it annoying. Mm. Um, but anyway, on that. Well, note, the
1: Godfather likes it, so I guess you're wrong. Yeah. Sorry. He does. Lose.
0: Who's <laughs> and then i brought up because i brought up the, the another topic we talked about in an episode was um ridley scott and yeah, yeah. uh last duel right and yeah, he yeah. was kind of being old yells like cloud and my brother was like what's the last duel i'm like exactly like that's, the that's a really <laughs> good movie yeah, yeah. I, I mean i also am partial to it because it's like my favorite shit knights and law like very cool but right. and like a rape allegation and a duel on medieval France, like some of my favorite, shit, but he's like, I've never even heard of this. I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. and th- this had Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, um, Adam Driver. So, like, I don't know, kind of, yeah, from my point, anyway. Yeah. Before we get into our main topic or two, yeah, I do want to do so. I'm starting a new segment, and yeah, uh. This is going to be definitely for our more online listeners, especially those who uh, follow me on Twitter, which is where a lot of this shit comes from. I'm starting a new segment called She's Not Going to Sleep With You of the Week, uh, where you, you know this is going to be men who are tweeting things that clearly are just used as pretexts to sleep with women. This is from George Hahn. I don't know who he is, but he's a blue check, so I don't hmm. feel bad um, saying his name. Um, if it's not, I haven't decided yet if I'm going to do non-blue checks. Depends who they are um but he's very he's very good looking man he's a blue check i think he's an actor and writer and shit like that he goes i think i figured it out by the way this is apropos of nothing i think i figured it out democrats see the handmaid's tale as a horror show while republicans see it as a template so that's um and i I commented she's not going to sleep with you so that's all right she's not gonna sleep with you of the week and i'll keep everyone updated (laughs) (laughs) yeah isn't that funny
1: um yeah, you're right. It, it, it's definitely more, more of an online thing, but yeah, it, isn't it funny seeing, you know, like dudes with... I mean, because this George Hahn guy, he's a blue check. He's got a lot of power, or at least influence. He's got a lot hey, of we're large We're speaking audience. truth
0: to power. That's what we yeah. do on this podcast. Punching up. Um, who no. is this guy? Self-made thesaurus? No. Thousandaire? I don't know who the, I. Just, I don't know who he is. Kate and Leopold. George Hahn did joran chan lose his job oh (laughs) that's one of the the google things (laughs) so now we're just
1: kicking him while he's down huh
0: (laughs) yeah now uh, (laughs) fuck it i don't care (laughs) anyway um yes i'll be updating everyone on our she's not gonna sleep with you of the week i also had a nazi jar of the week uh, uh, another twitter thing a lot lot of our listeners are from twitter because that's where joe and i lurk and um and hunt and uh, I'm gonna start bringing Nazi slash Hitler slash Holocaust jar from Twitter to the pod, so it won't be just the times we owe money. Which uh, Joe, by the way, you owe. Nope, that was me. I owe <laughs> <laughs> I owe a couple of dollars in the Nazi jar. Uh, so remember, tab is running.
1: Well, we should do an episode, and and I know it'll it'll be in a very a very expensive episode that we'll have to owe like three hundred. 400 bucks but we should do an episode where we talk about what the nazis did to artists
0: during thirties and forties. yeah but that's not no okay let, let me well here's the thing
1: i so the genesis we i think we mentioned it briefly a while back but i did i i started a series on medium comparing what woke people are doing to artists to what art to what the nazis did to artists okay
0: so you probably but it was a nazi was... jar
1: yeah, but it was very specific. It, it wasn't just like <laughs> I mean, like like it, it, here's the thing. It, it was only be, like, one article. It was only that like, one article, but it, but there were so many parallels between what the Nazis did versus what. Yeah, it's a fine did. line.
0: It, it's a fine line. I think the, the most recent one was about like the mask mandate or something. Right, like it, right. like like it being. Don't get me wrong. Not because because right wingers did this too about the mask oh, yeah. mandate yeah. and compare, but this was le- this was the mask mandate being. Uh. Found unconstitutional. Yes. and someone tweeting like, "If I, was it this? Like, it feels like the twilight of the Weimar Republic or something like that." <laughs> <laughs> like, which oh, is, which yeah. is a, which is a, um, like, God, like basically right. saying the Nazis are. Yes, who was that?
1: God, what was it? I know what you're talking about because I remember he was like, like
0: a, he was a doctor. So, so even though he might not be a blue check, he's a doctor. So, you know, truth to power. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah.
1: Well, but but he, yeah, you're right. It was something where it's like this is like the night before. Yeah, you know, crystal knocked or something. like It was sort of like, "Oh come on, dude!" Like, it no, was he said, so "Why I
0: republic?" Exactly. Yeah, it seems I remember, like,
1: God, what was it though?
0: Wasn't was it? it the, I, was it the it mask mandate? Been the mass
1: man- yeah, it, I, well, I What else seen happened, that.
0: happened? What else happened recently that was like uh, had, had had Blue Wave Twitter and a fury? Know, Florida
1: bill uh, the the Disney striking uh, being struck down by DeSantis? I don't think uh, I, I
0: don't I don't know. I don't think so. Maybe. Yeah, I I, I think it was the mask mandate. Maybe I'm wrong.
1: Yeah, but I do remember seeing that and be like, "Oh, come on, dude! Like, it's not. It's this isn't the the night before the Fourth Reich.
0: Like, you probably saw it because I was (laughs) was in his. I was tweeting at him. Um, I I think, and I think I just tweeted with no context at all. You owe one dollar for the Nazi joke, (laughs) which is why I'm annoyed. I can't find it,
1: Uh, dude. I mean, but you know, here's the thing. Um, Even though the the left usually throws uh, Mm -hmm. Nazi comparisons around. The right does it every once in a while, and it's, yeah, sure. Oh, absolutely. And it's just as stupid. I remember. This, so this is from a couple of years ago. This is when uh, during a uh, Greta Thunberg's heyday. Thunberg. Yeah. How, how dare you? She <laughs> yeah, got that chick. Um, uh, Dinesh D'Souza, that that mm-hmm. right wing guy that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know I'm talking about. He he um he tweeted out like a piece of Nazi propaganda from. Oh, I found the it, by
0: the way. Go ahead,
1: keep going. Okay, um, he tweeted out, like a piece of like Nazi propaganda, and it featured a redheaded girl saying like, you know, sign up for the Nazi party or whatever. And he goes, "Oh, see, the Democratic Party is using Greta Thunberg just the way the Nazis used red-headed redheaded uh, Swiss girls to to recruit Nazis." Oh, so basically, the, the Democratic Party is part of is the, yeah. ne- is the Nazi party. I like, "Oh, come on, dude!" Like, and yeah. luckily, he—I remember him, him getting pretty ratioed even from other. Like center right people, they, oh come on, dude, this is. a well, stupid I don't a think, person.
0: I don't think Dinesh D'Souza is a very credible person. No. I don't know too much about like I don't know too much about him, but he seems very much like a like a grifter, yeah, and or, or like I'm very saying. like really problematic right wing. So okay. I found the tweet, but I don't know what the context is. Oh, and by the way, it is a blue check. His name's oh, okay. Jeff. His name's Jeff Jarvis. Punch away then. He's not a doctor. It's totally wrong. He's oh he's a professor at CUNY. Uh, I actually got into that school, into that law school. Um,
1: How's bragging camp coming along?
0: It's a very, it's a very social justice oriented school, like super. But they have really low tuition, which is great because oh, okay. it's like we know you're going into public service, basically. Yeah, um, tough school to get into, though. I will pat myself on the back there. Also, I, and I probably got in because of um, they have affirmative action for Italians. I'm not even fucking kidding. Really? I'm not even kidding. They have affirmative. <laughs> they're the only school in the country that has affirmative action for Italians.
1: Wow, that's but, crazy.
0: Yeah, so that's probably why I got in. Oh, uh, okay. You know, Italian privilege. So yeah. he says, Today on Twitter feels like the last evening in a Berlin nightclub at the twilight of Weimar, Germany. Oh, no. And uh, I, don't, I don't know what the context was. It was April 14th. So something happened at that time. And I said, you owe a dollar for the Nazi jar. Um, and how's that?
1: Yeah, there were definitely some COVID things being lifted around. Oh, there. I
0: tweeted at you, by the way. You oh, respond. that's right. Oh, i didn't
1: i could have sworn that i
0: i uh, know oh, you did you did oh yeah 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 oh i dm'd him he did not respond yeah he didn't i said i did I go you owe one dollar for the nazi jar do you have venmo <laughs> <laughs> so um he, he did not respond. yeah
1: we we should do an episode where we talk about what mm-hmm. the nazis did to artists because oh, that's it a whole
0: be uplifting
1: yeah it, dude i i swear it was gonna it was gonna be like a one um article thing but yeah. i found so much shit that they did that's so similar to what woke people are doing today um that like i almost cried i remember, I remember just like what just like reading and watching documentaries on like oh my god this is still this is going on today ah, really? um, but yeah it's 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 worth uh doing an episode on um, all right let's do it but uh yeah
0: um speaking of fascists i'm rebranding yeah. as a fascist I, I don't know if you saw that on twitter too oh yeah cool. i'm, I'm proud of you man Benito Mussolini. So I kind of get the Benito in it, which is Mussolini's name, and Ito is a a Japanese surname, and they were fascists, like Judge Ito Mm. during the OJ trial. Oh yeah, and and Mussolini. I mean, you can—that's you
1: know,
0: you know that one. Yeah, Uh, yeah, he's
1: that—he's that guy. Yeah.
0: So we're a fascist podcast now. Yes, we are. That guy's in trouble. Can I say that on YouTube?
1: That we're fascists. Yeah. Um. Let's test it. Let's see what happens.
0: All right, I was down for that. (laughs) Try everything twice. (laughs) All right. Um, Did you want to talk about? Yeah, let's do this article. Yeah. uh, Which remember when I said Hollywood's not the Oscars is not going to be implementing all of the crit shit? Yes. Uh, I I might have been wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We'll see. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We'll see. So the this comes out of the Hollywood Reporter. Um. And Real it quick, was, yeah. I will just
1: say like when you texted me a few days ago because for all all people to all two people who listen to this podcast, we usually don't decide on, the, on 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 we love you dearly. Um, we usually don't decide on the topic until like one or two days before, sometimes even like the day mm. before or the day yeah. or the morning of. Yeah. And I remember you, earlier this week, it was like a couple days ago, you texted me, "Hey, so what should we talk about?" And then like. I was like, oh shit, I don't have anything to talk about. And then, like I, I just went to the Hollywood reporter just because I just figured, <laughs> like, they might really? have something stupid. I did. That was the first resource that I went to. I was like, oh, let's do it. Oh, here we go. Diversity and inclusion. Let's talk about that. So yeah. <laughs> this
0: is it, it reads it almost the beginning of it almost reads like satire. Yeah. Like it almost reads like something I would write.
1: Yeah.
0: N- needling like this <laughs> sort of shit. It's like yeah. the oh, read into our air acknowledgement. It's all right. Uh they they do a it's like every grievance, like every aggrieved party, gets up and <laughs> like. And I'm reading this, and I think it's sincere, right? But like, uh, yeah. the Hollywood Reporter is definitely very sympathetic to this. Like, they're yes. they're they're reporting on this sincerely.
1: But so it... th- th- this event was hosted by the Hollywood Reporter. It was oh my the...
0: gosh. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, it says right there: the audience at the Hollywood Report, Hollywood Reporter's inaugural "Raising Our Voices, Setting Hollywood's <laughs> Inclusion Agenda" luncheon on Wednesday. So yeah, they're the ones who hosted it.
0: Is, is Wilder Val- Valderrama so wealthy that he does this now, or does he need work? It, it was one of those extremes. Mm. Isn't he like insanely wealthy? Uh, it's not like is he just, needs work. Because he, do you know who I'm talking about?
1: No. Who, who is this? Wilmer
0: Valderrama? Oh, he's very, he, well, he, I think, became famous playing Fez on that 70s show. Okay. And then he was the host of Yo Mama. And, uh-huh. and he was you know what Wilder, Wilmer Valderrama was kind of like the Pete Davidson of the 2000s oh yeah, like yeah. he he got so many girls but no one really understood why
1: uh, yeah.
0: I think he had a big dick I'm not just saying that like I actually yeah. think I think that was a good room but I remember he was banging Lindsay Lohan I think and like he uh, he was uh, he, he was very similar in that sense he was yeah, getting yeah. all of these celebrities and he's good looking but uh-huh he was batting up let's say like p davidson does Uh, but i just brought him up because he's part of this dei stuff and i'm like is he either so bored and has so much money that he's just doing this maybe he cares or does he like hit rock bottom and he's doing this kind of shit but anyway so oh by the way i love that this takes of course in the beverly hills hotel yeah, yeah like like i've got of course just, mm, chef's kiss that this di shits in the beverly Hills Hotel. Uh, and you know what's it's funny started, is
1: that like when i read about this stuff and it's like this is happening 25 minutes away from me like there's like part of me that's yeah. like should i just go and crash it like yeah I mean, it's just uh, it's you're, right there
0: you're, just say you're mexican because you are yeah, exactly i'm mexicans get, mexicans get, mexicans <laughs> and uh yeah i don't know use, use that card but oh. Uh, What is it? What is this thing?
1: So this was a a luncheon that was held a couple of days ago, as of this recording, and Mm. it was to celebrate um, as well as talk about the future of diversity, equity, and inclusion uh, in Hollywood and in the entertainment industry uh, writ large. Um, So a big person who's part of this is Gina Davis. Now, Gina Davis, uh, some time ago, she started the gina davis institute on gender and media um okay. i mean you know just in case you needed extra proof that she, her head is up her ass like that's what she, she named yeah. this institute after herself so real quick I have, a, I have a personal very quick thing about about gina davis here so um yeah, i believe it was in 2018 i went to the napa valley film festival up in northern california in napa mm-hmm. and um mm-hmm. And so, like, usually, like, at that time when I would go to a film festival, I would usually get the VIP thing because you you get, you, get, you got, like, access to all the screenings of all the films. You got, yeah. like, access to, like, the, the after parties and all the in-between parties and all that stuff. And even though it, was, it would be, like, four or five hundred bucks, it was still, for me, it was worth it because I got to see, like, two or three movies a day and, like, mm. get fed, you know, food and wine every day. So, like, to me, it was, like, a hundred bucks a day for, for five, six days. Like, yeah, that was actually worth it for me. Yeah. Um, but anyway um and anyway you know, i i i got I, I didn't meet too many like actual celebrity celebrities but i got to meet some yeah. some pretty cool like i've got i met the guy who, who played napoleon dynamite is that jared letter or some jared something anyway mm-hmm. I, met, I met a few people who were like oh that's cool like i've they been in big movies um anyway so i first found out about the stupid institute of gina davis's when she gave a talk at this festival in napa valley and I didn't even see the documentary because there was a documentary about the, the the lack of representation of women and people of color in film and mm. TV and everything. And I went mm. to this talk, like her panel talk afterwards. And I swear, not only are the people in Hollywood really stupid when it comes to data, they mm. must hire some very stupid, lazy people when it comes to analyzing data. Because mm. it, like... Th- 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 the data that they presented was like the most superficial univariate data. It was simply, "Hey, look, um, last year this many movies came out, and yet only fourteen percent of those movies were, had you know blacks in the lead. Only twenty-eight percent of those featured women in the lead, or something like. That. It's like it was just like very surface-level data yeah. about you know representation and uh, of diversity and blah 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 in movies and TV shows. Um, but they never talked about like why that was. They never talked mm-hmm. about like the pay disparity." I mean, in Hollywood, I mean, it's just like, you know, if if you're a box office draw, then you can you can ask for a bigger paycheck. But it's but they they were complaining about like, oh, how come Brie Larson gets paid less than Matt Damon? So, well, Matt Damon's been around for fucking twenty five years in Hollywood, yeah. like so no shit, he's gonna get a, pay, a bigger paycheck. I don't know what to tell you. Brie Larson's only been around for a few years. I don't know what to tell you. Like, like
0: the logic doesn't even make sense because if more like the population of America yeah. is split like 50 50 men and women like most places and some places don't have that. like China but America's roughly 50 50 yeah um women have made huge strides in income and the whole pay gap is bullshit. but I'm going to go into that yeah at the time that's been debunked time and time again um but uh women have make sometimes more than men Yes, in certain um, industries, yes. certain industries yeah. uh, are higher. The, wouldn't you say this was 2018? So a few years ago?
1: Yeah, 2018.
0: Yeah, okay. So like they've been in, getting enrolled in colleges. Like I think most colleges and law schools and there's some industries that are still majority male, like I think engineering, but most industries are becoming more female, if not 50-50. Yeah. And um, so to answer the question, why isn't Brie Larson getting paid pay more? Well, she's not bringing in the money. Yeah. Like Matt Damon brings in them. And so why is that? Well, people like him If Brie Larson brought in that kind of money. Well, then she would get paid more. Yes. Uh, and that's just very simple economics. And uh, there are definitely like women actors who, who have that kind of draw. Yeah. I just think the Matt Damon versus Brie Larson is a totally different. And she actually, Brie Larson got, got retroactively. I'm going to rope Pierre her of the week. Yeah. She got Pierre of the week. as she was saying kind of, this kind of shit, right? Like yeah. more women all, and then there's a big petition to get Captain Marvel changed to like a woman of color, like a queer woman of color, which I would assign that. Like, I, I, I love that. <laughs> Good. Like you're going to run your mouth Like Just be fucking happy with, with what you're doing. You're making millions right. of dollars. You're, you're flying around in a cape. Like, I don't know. Like huh. the, the money that went towards this luncheon could have funded scholarships for like kids from Compton and South Central yes. to go to, to go to art school or something right. like give them a, instead you, you, have a big lunch in the Beverly Hills hotel. So you can all sniff your own farts. Like no. it's just, I, I want let, to let, let's get into, well, no, that's a good aside because I love, I, I, you can give insight on the stuff that I can cause you, you live out there and you're a lot more of an insider than I am. But, um, so do you, do you want to say anything more about that? I didn't know Gina Davis was fucking Thelma from Thelma and Louise. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I I
1: love Gina Davis as an actress. I think she's great. She's done some wonderful movies. Um, But like, it's just sort of like, can you hire, like, if you're going to start an institute about, uh, you know, around the idea of like increasing diversity and inclusion in the film industry, the entertainment industry at large, um, can you at least hire someone who understands um, the value of multivariate analyses, like you're like, hey, you know, this is an interesting data point, but let's break it down. Let's see what let's into multiple multiple variables, and let's see where the problem where these actually occurring, because it's just like this superficial thing of like, hey, uh, men on average are getting paid more than women, therefore sexism. Hey, there are more yeah. white people than there are people of color, therefore racism. It's like that's it. That's all the data but, that they. That's all the analysis they do.
0: I'll say it like I'm until I'm fucking broken record here. Like, yeah. I can't think of a industry that needs this less than yeah. Hollywood right. than movies. Like, right. and someone said in here, I don't want to skip too much ahead. Because I do want to talk about the beginning. It's fucking yeah. hysterical. <laughs> like we're, yeah. do the satire. But yeah. someone like, like you said, it's just kind of a off the cuff comment. Like, here's my proof. And I want to find it exactly, but they just like try and find any little thing. And it's like, Oh, right here. So, um, uh, I, I, let me, let me do it. Hold on. Let me do a quick word search. Right here, I don't see one Latino family on network TV right now. Like what? What? what, what, what? Hold on, one Latino family on network TV. So I did. I, I went and I looked up the entire lineup for NBC, ABC, and CBS. Okay. First of all, most of it's news. Then there's like Jeopardy and show, like reality shows. Then shows that are like sitcoms and stuff. A lot of them aren't "quote unquote" families. And when they are, none of them are just, like, white families anymore right, that right. don't have some sort of, they're either kind of split or they're mixed or they're not, like, families at all. Yeah. Um, I, I think there was a point where most of the sitcoms were either at, like, the black sitcoms on UPN or you had, like, Friends and Seinfeld and even How I Met Your Mother and all of these shows were just, like, the white 30-somethings in the city, right? Like, yeah, that, yeah. That, that was... Uh, but but now like I went on and they're all mixed and they're all like tons of different representation on there. But of course she's fine. Like she probably did that and she's like, oh, well, there's no like Latino family. There's no like the Rodriguez's or something. Well, because yeah. there's not any of those shows anymore. Right, right. So uh, I, I just Yeah, I know. It was... It's the,
1: the, the whole topic of representation is bizarre to me because like, you know, so. Um, uh, uh I've always been a pretty big fan of superhero comic books ever since I was like 10, 11 years old. Yeah. And, you know, most of the comics that I read were from like the 80s and 90s. And there was not much you know diversity and representation. I never once complained that there was that there were so few Mexican superheroes. Like, I was like, oh, Wolverine kicks ass. I love Wolverine. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna, When I grow up, I'm going be, to become Wolverine. And I still kind of, I'm still kind of. Are there any Mexican superheroes it? now? There's one that I know of. There's yeah. a couple, I think. But even though, I don't care. It's like, I care Is about... La
0: Cucaracha? Is that his a... name? Is that yeah, right? what... <laughs> 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 It's just like,
1: there's generic, there, like, El Taco. You know?
0: <laughs> El Taco. Okay, might had a little more, like, originality than that. La Cucaracha <laughs> could, be, could be a superhero. <laughs> but Oh, uh, so, so I'm... anyway, I'm on here now. Like, first of all, a lot of these channels, they just play, like, The Office for hours at a time. Then... I I do want to come back to what you're saying. I'm just like now. Then it's like animated shows. Like what are the Simpsons? They're yellow. Like yeah. what yellow. Family Guy? Which you know you have. You, the Family Guy has a, a black neighbor, yeah. a disabled neighbor, yeah. and a rapist neighbor. Like you have the three. You have the three topics covered there. Yeah. Um, that's a joke. Then there's a lot of <laughs> Law and Order, which isn't like like that's what I mean. It's not families. There's yeah. three different Law and Orders. Yeah. Um, there's. Uh, news like that's it like for instance today on nbc their lineup is news ellen degeneres law and order law and order law and order tonight show jimmy fallon like (laughs) like, that's it so tanya i don't mean to beat a dead horse here and i'm not going to bother looking up cbs but that's that that's that's what it was um what oh so yeah representation again people use this term and it's like what is representation like represent if we're talking representation as in per like lining up percentages of the population to yeah. what you're seeing on tv how they're being represented on tv there would be way less black people on tv
1: yeah because 13 percent of the population making, like, exactly yeah so so this is exactly why i'm so critical of um diversity and inclusion quotas in the entertainment industry because like are you saying that if you want the you know um like tv and film to represent what the u.s demographics are are you really? saying you're gonna put a cap like okay we're not gonna include more than 13 percent of black people on on, on film crews and, and 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 in the cast it's like do you want to put a cap on that because i don't give a shit if it's like 15 or 20 or 50 or black i don't care as long as the show is good as long as the movie's good i don't yeah. care and that's the yeah. thing where it's like do you, do you really want to like get down and like micromanage the percentages of the skin colors on working on every single film and tv show no i actually want to do it
0: like i think it's gonna hurt yeah I think it's gonna hurt those those same people once and as we just talked to kimmy katiti Kim about never, this never. like i think way more people than this sort of you know liberal bullshit wants you to believe like no they just want to be appreciated for their work Yes. Whether they're like whether they're holding the boom mic or they're the star of the movie. They just want to be appreciated for their work, sure. right? And, and, I mean, there was a time where, like, they really would not put Black actors or Latino actors. And there were some, you know, Sidney Poitier and Desi Arnaz. And, um, you know, there were these actors who broke through. Yeah. Uh, they were few and far between. And they kind of laid the groundwork and then you know but now is there a better time and i don't mean like post great awakening. i mean like before that like was yeah. there a better time then to be an actor of color or to be a woman or to be like it was it was everywhere yeah and and now it just feels so forced and unnecessary out of like all the industries right it makes right. no sense to me and I think there's a reason. I, I mean, I don't know if this is exact, but there's a backlash against Disney. There's going to be a backlash. Netflix plummeted their stock. Yeah. And I think yeah. Hulu, I've said, which I will watch Hulu for like Always Sunny. and But shows I'm already watching, right? right. I'm not right. watching shows I've already seen. I should mean, Modern Family, Always Sunny, um, How I Met Your Mother. I'm not going there to find new shows because it's all just crit bullshit. Yeah, So yeah. much of it. And yeah. you see that in the commercials and it's just like, God, like they're, they're. It's not gonna work. Yeah. Like yeah. like it's people are just gonna watch The Office for the four hundredth time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. That's the thing.
1: Yeah. It's. Um, I mean, you can always tell when the, when the cast of a of a film or show is forced when it's just sort of like, oh come on, like you just you pick that person like they're not because they're talented, but because like you have a quota to meet. And it's like, oh come on, like this is so silly.
0: Yeah
1: um and, and, and it's also like like in the marketing where it's like you know uh there was something i was seeing on i think it was on twitter or youtube but it was just about like oh like finally we've got more female crea- creators on hulu or something and it's like who gives a shit like it's, is it are these funny shows are they interesting do they have a cool premise
0: Like well, it's the same yeah it's the same they just want the most superficial diversity yes uh if those female new youtubers start saying heterodox shit Start saying, start questioning, you know, the origins of COVID or mask mandates or you know DEI programs. Well, no, we don't want that, right? That would be diversity of thought. They don't want diversity of thought. They want diversity of skin color and genitalia. Right. Right. Um, That's all they want. Can we talk about the? Because I'm reading it here. It's so I I don't I don't fucking get. I'm sorry. I don't get the whole land acknowledgement thing yes yes um, read, the, read the quote it's it's okay. pretty funny so it starts <laughs> off basically uh the editorial director Nikisa mumby moody kicked off the luncheon held at the mayborn beverly hills hotel you know the hotel of the people alongside activist and producer bird running water i mean i think these names are great i love yeah these. they're cool and names actually, huh? and yeah. illuminative president and that one's not a great. That's the name of an organization, not, not illuminative. Like um, President and CEO Crystal Echohawk. After welcome in the room, uh, Running Water paid respects to the Tongva people, who are the ancestral custodians of the land that we're gathered that we are gathered on today, and acknowledged the Chumash and Tataviam tribes, who are also the traditional traditional keepers of the land, now on the coast and in the valley, respectively lands where many of our entertainment community live and work. Um, Echo Hawk added that LA County alone has the highest population of native peoples in the United States. I would oh. like to see them take genet- uh, genetics tests because I don't believe that. Yeah. I think a lot of them are uh, Elizabeth Warrens who just like to <laughs> play with turquoise and say that they are uh, native. I think places like Oklahoma and North Dakota have much higher populations, but I digress. But, um, but before you
1: finish that sentence, I thought you were going to say that uh, I think a lot of those people are just Elizabeth Warren. Like, no, no, there's, there's him, there's her. Like, ninety percent of like uh, yeah. Native uh, DNA isn't isn't Elizabeth Warren's. You know, twenty three. I hope,
0: I hope that the Gina Davis Institute on Gender is, I hope a trans woman starts running it instead yeah. of Gina Davis because that would be real diversity. Yeah. Um, that's what I would like to say.
1: There's got to be 37 boxes that she's got to check off before...
0: <laughs> someone <laughs> uh, someone was saying, I don't know if there's a joke or not, someone was saying they were at a, a meeting, I think it was in Seattle, I don't know, but it was like they did a land acknowledgement and someone stood up and said like, well, those natives killed my ancestral natives who were on the land first. <laughs> yeah. I mean, people don't realize, like, I think there's this idea that the natives were just like peaceful and just... Yeah fucking and chilling and eating berries and stuff. Like, no. They had armies and weapons yeah. and, like, really brutally killed each other before any European stepped foot on this soil. Um, I know that... I'm going to read the book. I, I know Joe Rogan's talked about it. The Empire of the Summer Moon, mm-hmm. which is the... Um, fuck me. Not Cherokee. The They were in Texas, basically. And, like, okay. they did shit... That was like medieval, like right, right, right. like Middle Ages torture to every civilization
1: enemies. did. Like the idea that yeah. like you know, uh uh colonize uh, uh, colonizing and slavery was just a, a white European thing. So, no, oh, no like, what you at what at the, the Mayans and the Aztecs and the Egyptians and even Africans did to each other. It's like no, they did a horrible yeah. shit to each other.
0: It yeah, oh yeah, and crap. that was and it wasn't just it's not like the I don't mean to be like, oh well. I mean, the Europeans were slaves also. The Ottomans course, yeah. had a huge, huge slave trade in the Mediterranean yeah. Yeah. that would enslave French and Italians and Spanish people. Yeah. And they also enslaved the Ottomans also enslaved tons of black Africans up and down, yeah. you yeah. know, or, or up and down the Swahili coast. or, or the, Excuse me, maybe not the Ottomans, or that would be the Omani. Arabs did that. The Ottomans yeah. were more in the Mediterranean. Yeah. Um, everyone was enslaving everyone and killing yeah. everyone and torturing everyone. It was it was horrible. Human humanity is terrible. That's yeah. what no, I trying no, to no, no, no. say. <laughs> humanity is awful. We destroy <laughs> the planet. We rape and kill each other. Yeah. There's really like the only reason that we're here is because no one's above us. Like yeah. once if, when Jesus comes back or the aliens come, whichever happens first, we're all right. fucked. Like, yeah. like that's that you know, that's just the reality because we are terrible to each other and to our yeah. planet. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, uh, so uh land acknowledgments. Uh, th- that happened at the Beverly Hills hotel which i want to be like the give them the hotel give them the land yeah. just yeah. move clear m- move out of your malibu house and let the the tongva people move there i would be okay with that yeah. i'm okay with relocating white liberals i'm fine with that um, yeah. not to my neighborhood, but I'm fine with really like <laughs> to other places, just yeah. like Sean Penn, who I actually had a lot of respect for with a lot of things, uh, especially yeah. like the Haiti, he's yeah. he one of those Hollywood celebrities who does seem to put his money where his mouth is a lot more than most, like he's super, but I think he does a lot more than most. He actually went to Haiti and was there yeah. for a while helping out after the earthquake. Uh, he's talking about going to Ukraine and actually I'm for celebrities going to war zones. I'm okay yeah. with that. I support it. Just like I support sending not $10 million of American taxpayer money to gender studies in Pakistan, but I'm right. all for sending gender studies professors to Pakistan. Yeah, I would definitely. love to see one of these liberal arts professors teach yeah, gender yeah. studies in a Karachi. I would, I would love to be a fly on the wall in that class. Yeah, yeah. When you have uh, the ISIS-K um, bombing the, the school. Yeah. Um, I don't want that to happen, by the way. I'm just kidding. I do want the professors to go there, bottom line. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, no.
1: Now That's the thing where it's like, even if I disagree with somebody, I can at least respect them for being consistent. Where it's like, okay, like, if you genuinely like, so for example, right, like, uh, right down the street, there was this uh, shared house and, and for a while, they had this big banner hanging off the front of it saying, you, you know, we're, right? we're, we're on stolen land.
0: Didn't like, you okay,
1: no. no, no, no. This, this oh, is a different oh, house. Oh. There was a shared house and they had a, a, a banner that said, <laughs> like, give it back. <laughs> okay, give it back to them. <laughs> 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 all right, <laughs> fucking give it back then.
0: If they actually did it, I'd be like, okay, like I, I don't think I would. Re- I would respect that so. I'd much. Be, all right, that's fine. You guys. Oh, like, I loved I it, during, it the, said, yeah. during the Great Awakening. There were uh people would march through the streets of Seattle, like very up, like urban upscale neighborhoods, saying like you're and these all people who had like Black Lives Matter shit and intersectional yeah. flags and all that, and they're saying like you're in, um, you know, historically black neighborhoods, and I would. I would be fine with those people leaving and letting black yeah. people move in. Dude, yeah. They're not. Like, they're not going to yeah. fucking do that. They'll wave the banner. But they're not going to let them move back in. Yeah. Like, yeah. Th- I would be fine with that. Yeah. Uh, other celebrities, like like Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie, I always feel like they kind of put their money a little more with their mouth. Yeah. With. Yeah. Like, they actually adopted all these children, and they did buy uh they they helped build homes in new orleans and stuff right, like that i think some of those homes have kind of gone to shit I, I don't don't quote me on that exactly but they they tried it wasn't just that at an oscar speech
1: i remember this one time a few years back brad pitt was shooting a movie and uh somebody saw him like so. some random person on the street saw him because they, they were still they, they were filming like in downtown la or new york or something and they, yeah. they saw him on the set like in between takes and somebody went up to him saying hey i'm part of this organization do you, could you donate and he's like all right sure and he apparently he had like five hundred dollars cash on him and he's he donated to the to the charity oh okay you know all right that's cool like he just donated but i remember there were were people who were bothered but that's all he has only five hundred dollars it's like you you put him on the spot like and he he, he just gave you five hundred dollars to your charity like fine that's great people at the
0: charity were saying that
1: no, no no there were people commenting on the article saying oh that's all he gave was $500 it's like you're bothering while during business hours and oh that's all he, like yeah i'm not i'm not going Yeah he didn't even add,
0: I'm I'm extremely hesitant to donate to charities that yeah, are like yeah. not let me let me walk that back a second cuz that sounds really horrible uh, <laughs> like that are just like a national or international like i mean fucking look at black lives matter 2 thirds yeah. of the money $60 million is unaccounted for. And it's clearly been laundered and right, um, right. Uh, sent, you know, not used for Black Lives Matter yeah. uh, or has been used for Black Lives Matter, but a few or of them. like two and, or three and,
1: members. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but I, I give to, I'm, I, I wanted the, their, I want to see my money basically go towards like more local, yeah. life. For instance, I, I give to the Covenant House here in Atlantic City. Like Covenant yeah. House is a big, big organization. Right. Uh, but I make sure it like, goes to that one right in Atlantic City because uh, it's more local. And I know that my money's going to go farther there than just like the big thing because then it's just yeah. going to go to in someone's pocket administrative costs or yeah. awareness. I think I, I personally think not to get too much into this. I think the best thing to do, if you want to help people like pay their rent, yeah. like pay their like pay their bill or something like, you, right. you know, if someone's having a hard time like that's helping people. Like, like, I I don't know. It's so easy now. So I think, especially on Facebook, like people will be honest. And if you're not, like, I, that's why I always, like, poor people on the street, homeless people, a lot of it is mental illness and a lot of it is drug addiction, right? The vast majority. Still, I'll give money sometimes. And once that money's out of my hand, it's like, all right, you want to go... Like, fine. Like, I, yeah. I, I don't know. I am more hesitant now to do that. But there was a time where yeah. somebody be like, oh, they're just going to go buy drugs. I'm like, well, they have agent. Like, I, I gave them money if they want to. Then that's what they want to do with it. Fine. Yeah. I did right. have once. I, I was working at a liquor store. And I went to go get lunch. And a guy came up to me and was like, hey, can I have money for food or whatever? I was like, fine. Yeah, here's, you know, a couple bucks. I go back. He comes in and buys a tall boy at Budweiser. And I'm <laughs> Like, Dude,
1: like, what the
0: uh, fuck? Like, I thought you said you were going to buy food. Yeah, uh, uh, but I don't know. Still, um, so I was like, all right, you got me.
1: <laughs> Stupid Ben, don't ever give.
0: Don't, that, that's, just don't give.
1: <laughs> not to your mother, not to your father, not to. Definitely not
0: people, to the man. government.
1: No, no, exactly. Defund, defund the, IRS. <laughs> um, <laughs> not the
0: IRS. Now you're talking about language.
1: Um, speaking of language, um, this is related to the the whole diversity and inclusion thing. So, you know, you and I have talked a lot about our frustrations with what's happening to language, of like how definitions of words are being forced to change at gunpoint. Not like they're evolving naturally; naturally it's like they're being yeah. no, it's like no. You, there's a political agenda that we that we have here, and you got to change. Um,
0: yeah, so or you're this, a bigot or something.
1: Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there's this quote that I read. Um, I, I might have read this before, but th- this is a quote from Leo Tolstoy's 1898 book, What is Art? Um, mm. And he taught, and, and when I read this, like I highlighted the hell out of it because it, it resonates so much. with And this is from 1898. Um, so, so here's the quote. As happens with everything, the more vague and confused the concept conveyed by a word, the greater is the aplomb and assurance with which people use the word, pretending that what is understood by this word is so simple and clear that it, it is not even worth talking about. And like that demonstrates so much what is going on with these terms like diversity, inclusion, and equity. Like this is exactly what I encountered when I was working in you know the Silicon Valley startup world. Where it's like, hey, you know, we need to be more diverse. And I go, okay, why do we need to be more diverse? So that way we can be more inclusive. Well, why do we need to be more inclusive? So that way we'll have more representation. Why do we need more rep- representation? So that yeah. way we can be diverse. And it's, it's like this weird, like it's it's circular
0: just, logic. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You can't question these things because, like, well, like, you know what diversity means. You know what inclusion means. Why 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 even ask yeah. that question?
0: If you want real, if you want real diversity okay, fine. At the startup, I'm assuming you needed a minimum, a bachelor's degree. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Take that away. You want to get diverse, uh, hire people who um, come from single parent households only yeah. Yeah. hire people who, you know, come from certain zip codes. Like, you know, you just want, you still want the Stanford grad. You just want the Stanford grad who is a second, you know, generation immigrant? Even if those immigrants were very wealthy from Nigeria, right? right like, they, right. like so, you still—it's not. So it's just the most superficial diversity because they still went to the same schools where they're taught the same shit, where they're indoctrinated really into the same, you know, the same kind of crit thinking that you can't um, diverge from, or else you get called X, Y, Z. You know, if you're white, you get called racist. If you're black, you get called Uncle Tom or Coon or, or whatever those are. We were going over those with Kimmy. Um, so that, and I have heard like leftists will make this argument like I've, I've heard this on jacobin and like okay because a lot of leftists like can point out are against this stuff too yeah. Where it's like okay start hiring from you know only poor you know, people who are have people run if you democratic party have people run who were you know nerd like uh india walton i believe her name was who ran for mayor buffalo like she was actually homeless at one point yeah. um she was a nurse she was a single mom all these things uh but that's not what they want at all, right? They right. just want the Ivy League degree or Ivy League equivalent in other parts of the country. Right, um, right. But uh, you know, who has a different skin color than usually exactly. different different genitals or changes genitals or whatever it is.
1: Right, um, right.
0: Yeah, it's 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 fucking bullshit.
1: Yeah, and it's it, it's completely superficial. Which which you know, getting back to the Hollywood uh, reporter stupid you know, luncheon
0: thing. It's um, a racket. Like, can we just yeah, call what yeah. it is? Yeah. Di is is a racket. It, it, is. What, what what it the, is. What they get paid to basically just make up things and say, "Well, this is better because it's better," without yeah. any sort of logic or statistics or anything like that. It's if you want to say, "Well, we just want to hire for different perspectives." Like, again, it's that's not it because it's about the same sort of thought. What if you're a non-white male who? disagrees with this are you still going to hire them
1: yeah,
0: yeah like no you're not you're going to find the other let, let's make up let's say they were a puerto rican woman right like okay, she's a, yeah trans yeah. puerto rican woman yeah trans puerto rican conservative woman i'm sure they exist yeah. um puerto rico is actually a lot more conservative than people realize yes, too yes um uh I lost my train of thought. Oh, and then she comes out and she's like very anti a lot of this stuff, a lot of this yeah. DI stuff. Like, you're not She voted for Trump. It's
1: like, what are yeah, you to do she then? She comes
0: no. in with a MAGA hat. You're, you're hiring her? Yeah, she checks yeah. all those boxes. Right. No, you're not because that's not the diversity you want. Right, exactly. Um, and, and, and these DI coordinators get paid a shit ton of money. And we wonder why, you know, if, if, if costs weren't enough at universities, now they're hiring art. Like, it's not just one person. I think that's the thing. Like it's not like every school just it's a, whole one, it's it's a, a whole department. It's a whole fucking building with administrative costs or why school is so expensive to begin with. Yeah. is because the administrations have gone so bloated. They're not paying the professors anymore. Yeah. They're not giving any more. The biggest fucking, Oh my God. The biggest fuck you to the students I ever saw with this, I thought was a really, um, this was like 2016, 2017. And I was actually for this, um, now, bear with me. I, I'm generally against reparations. I, I think that mm-hmm. they cause a lot of problems yeah, yeah. and they don't really make sense. But this was one of the examples where I actually am for reparations. Is Georgetown, uh, George, which uh, elite university, mm-hmm. uh, and which was historically built by slaves. Like slaves helped, bi- like literally, build the university it's one of the oldest universities in the country it's a jesuit university i have a lot of respect for the jesuits generally they kind of got a lot of woke and shit too during the great Awakening, yeah. like, but they wouldn't say okay we're not just going to give reparations to black people right that doesn't make any sense black people come in all different generations yeah um but we've located the families of the slaves who built this university like their descendants and they had a lot of them happen to live in louisiana at this time like a town in louisiana right so like we've located them, we're going to give them reparations. I'm fine with that. This is an extremely expensive university with a huge endowment. Uh, you know, this is where like Antonin Scalia went and like many great thinkers and and very wealthy people, huge endowment. I'm like, I'm cool with that. Give those people who started not a, living playing, not a level playing field, they were, you know, their, their families started in the worst possible position you could. They're living in a very poor state, I even mean, if they're wealthy now, you know, it's, that's fine too, I, I think, in this situation. Yeah. Um, give them reparations. Yeah. You know how they paid for those reparations? How? Oh. They raised the tuition. Oh,
1: jeez. They
0: raised the tuition on a symbolic, like, whatever the number was, I think, of the amount of slaves it was. They, yeah. like, add, so so. you're just making the students pay for it. Oh, jeez. Like, like they, and, and I'm not saying they hit it either. It's not like they hit it and someone uncovered this. Like, this was voted on and they did a symbolic percentage. Of raising tuition to pay instead of getting it from the, I can probably look up Georgetown's endowment instead of getting it from that, we're getting yeah. it from like a wealthy donor. Um, they, they so that's to me, it's just like the, it's the epitome of this shit. It's yeah. like yeah, we're gonna say and do the right stuff, but you're paying for it. Right, right. All right, I'm gonna you. you uh, what were you gonna say? Because I'm gonna look up Georgetown's endowment right now.
1: Oh, I was gonna talk about.
0: I mean, it's the, the Catholic Church, stuff. so they have money. But, yeah, but. Okay, guess their endowment. Sorry, guess their endowment right now.
1: Twenty-two million.
0: Not even fucking close. Like not even close. You'd even you're not you're a digit off. You're a whole digit <laughs> off.
1: Okay, a uh, hundred and twenty million.
0: No, dude. Like no. Oh yeah, not even close. 2.59 billion dollars. Jesus Christ, this man. 2.59 billion dollar university. They couldn't afford
1: to, to like spend any of that on a handful they, of families.
0: They like couldn't, that. no, they could not, Joe. That's what drives me fucking crazy
1: because it's all going to the new diversity building,
0: right? Going to <laughs> yeah. do, they're going to bring those families back and they're going to build it. <laughs> yeah, it's for
1: the diversity inclusion statue, like that, that's where all that money's going towards. <laughs>
0: I mean, if this kind oh, of shit God. told you enough, they have a Qatar campus, which is like Qatar is basically a state sponsor of terrorism. Um, yeah, but man. yeah, hey, whatever. Uh, I, I just wanted to find – I wanted to just find the – this is going to make me mad, but what the tuition is at Georgetown. A kajillion? 2.59 billion. And I don't yeah. think they pay, they pay property taxes. Yeah. One, because they're a university, and two, because they're a Catholic school. I don't know which one uh, <laughs> takes precedent there. But anyway. All right. Uh, anything else about The Hollywood Reporter?
1: Yeah. Anything,
0: anything else that's stupid?
1: Yeah. I, I, everything about that thing is stupid. <laughs> so, so one thing I wanted to bring up. So Gina Davis, this is this is from the article. Gina,
0: um, actually. Gina Davis. <laughs>
1: Gina, yeah, Gina Davis. Um, Wow, like, I'm so glad that she stepped up to become a prophet, even when, uh you know, fate What do you mean? So, so here's, here's what it says in the article. I'll read it. Davis, the founder of the Gina Davis Institute on Gender and Media, followed up the introduction with her own remarks, explaining how she began her fight for on-screen female representation after watching children's shows when her daughter was young and was stunned to see the imbalance of male versus female characters. And here's a quote from her. Uh, I was studying children's and animated content that first led me to ask, "Why are we doing this? Why are we, from the very beginning, showing that boys are more important more important than girls?" I didn't intend to be a visionary, but I couldn't find anyone anyone else in the industry who saw what I was doing or who saw what I was seeing. I didn't intend to be a visionary,
0: but oh, you goddamn bitch. <laughs> you goddamn bitch. <laughs> It's like it's honestly like the uh like the South Park episode what uh with the smug and they're all farting in glasses and smelling it and it's like the is that the same episode? Might not be the same episode, but um and the George Clooney acceptance speech. I think I it know. is that. Uh, oh, you don't remember that one? Basically, it's 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 how smug these like liberals are and the George Clooney acceptance speech isn't collide with some other. It's supposed to be smog, but smug. And I think it's all these, like, white liberals. It's, like, farting into glasses and smelling them and saying really, like, douchey liberal things. Uh It's an old episode. I I don't really remember uh, Uh, remember the specifics. But, yeah.
1: I didn't intend to be a visionary, but
0: (laughs) I became one. It's uh, (laughs) Jesus Christ, Muhammad, Gina Davis.
1: (laughs) Gina Davis, and then Buddha. Yeah, I know. Seriously, man. It's... um, because I, 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 I took a gander at some of the studies produced by her institute. And, um, yeah, I mean, they're just very- Too much dick.
0: That's, that's, that's
1: <laughs> the studies. There's too much dick in here. Somebody just looked at a handful of movies, and then they just got out their calculator, and were like, "Okay, yeah, here's the percentage of this skin color in this movie. Uh, all right, whatever." It's like, yeah,
0: what's okay. But- and almost starts. To, it starts to get like very creepy and like racist. Like, what's the gradient on this one? Right. Is right. passing? It's like it used to be. Oh, this is a quote unquote black person. You know, um, passing as white because there were obviously many obvious yeah. benefits to being white then right. yeah um now it's like the opposite it's yeah. uh well well it's uh hey what's your 23 and me you said you're 12 percent cherokee get it out here yeah yeah Let's, i i'm serious when i think that's gonna happen I, charlie I, sheen
1: is gonna change his name back to estevez <laughs> like,
0: yeah <laughs> right right that's his wait what's his birth name is, it, estevez, estevez, or yeah, or is it because sheen? wasn't his brother his, brother his was emilio brother's brother's emilio estevez, estevez yeah. and the dad's, uh, dad's sheen, yeah. martin sheen
1: martin sheen yeah yeah you're right guys yeah, martin right. Sheen.
0: Right. So why is emilio estevez
1: he just kept his name he kept his spanish name
0: wait martin sheen's real name's not sheen uh, No. oh oh okay okay what kind of spanish are they
1: I'm not sure, actually. Well, they're
0: white Hispanic. I'll tell you that. Much. <laughs> yeah, they're not white supremacists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, Sheen. yeah. They, they
1: changed their name. His, oh, his real. Oh, my. They changed, changed everything. Martin Sheen's real Martin name. Changed everything. <laughs> 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 this is <just> so <laughs> <they're dressed laughs> Lizards wearing skin suits. I <laughs> turned the frog's skin. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Martin Sheen's original name is Ramon Antonio Gerardo Estevez.
0: Ooh, that's so spicy! I love
1: it. But no, it's Martin Sheen. Say, say it
0: again. Say it again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ramon Antonio Gerardo
0: Estevez. Estevez. Are they Spain? Are they Spanish? Uh, yeah, Spain Spanish. Yeah. Oh yes, yeah, so you guys say Ramon Estevez. They they, Estevez. they do the th at the end. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's um, the Spanish I speak, because, you know, white supremacist. Because yeah, no. <laughs> I'm a fascist.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, man, um, so this is the state of Hollywood. This just took place a couple days ago. Or actually, yet yeah, technically yesterday, I think. Because uh, uh. today's Thursday, this took place on Wednesday. So this is what's going on in Hollywood. And it's, it's just so funny that they're all patting each other on the back, saying, yeah, I'm glad that we got more skin colors
0: in your tv show yeah, oh, I, you gonna, got
1: more you got even more skin colors in your i, I can already like
0: see the south park episode like just like a van pulling up like rounding them up like we need more skin colors in here yeah, <laughs> like yeah. it's, um, it's very creepy i don't i don't really get it um but i am there's there's, there's
1: nothing about like oh we need oh i do want
0: to hold on sorry yeah. um but i mean sorry like you you finished because i i want to say one more thing though yeah yeah about
1: this. Um, like nobody's talking about creativity or originality or, or anything like yeah. that. It's just, it's all you know, I mean, inherently, this is anti art. It's, you know, the identity is more important yeah. than the ideas. Oh well, um, yeah.
0: That's, that's been the case. And it's, I, I mean, I think we, we gave an example in our first episode yeah, with that yeah. white poet. I think it was Canadian. He might as Canadian or American oh. who just changed his name. To something overtly Chinese, and then yeah. immediately start getting accepted, yeah. like way yeah. more, and he wow. changing the words to yeah. his work, yeah. Yeah. and it's just like we, like we, you can't even fucking hide it. Like we know what you're doing,
1: right?
0: Right. Um, well, okay. So about this, a good thing about this, uh, uh, maybe you disagree with this part, but I actually think the disability aspect to it is more important. Okay. Um, one, a disability is like literally a fucking disability, right? Yeah. Like yeah. it's it's tangible. Um, or or not, it could be a mental disability too, but it's like anyone can deal with that, right? Mm -hmm. White people, trans people, white, straight people, trans people, black people, immigrants, people, you know, whatever it is can be deaf or have, um, you know, be in a wheelchair or something like that. And, uh, or, or can have something later in life and i think those stories are much stronger and have been neglected i think a great example is the sound of metal amazing movie from 2020 riz Ahmed he's a, a heavy metal drummer mm-hmm. and he starts to lose his hearing and if you can't hear you can't keep the tempo and you can't do your job yeah. and he basically becomes deaf um or like very close to it um and he goes to a home for deaf people. And like, that was a really beautiful story. It was something different. And then CODA, of course, is what really this starts with. So I don't want to just be negative about this because yeah. CODA, I, I haven't seen it yet. I, I want to see it. But to me, like those stories are more uniting, and it does yeah. show like that is something that people have to deal with. And it's like, let's use, you know, racism. Like, Okay, there's definitely racism but we just assume that every person of a certain color or non-white has like dealt with racism. We glom them all together. And a lot of people are like, no, I haven't dealt with that. Or these people dealt with it very severely and there's different aspects. And like, but people with disabilities, like that's what they actually have to deal with on day to day. Right. Um, sometimes you can hide it or not, but I think that there's a lot more space there. Like that's the sort of diversity that I would like to see more of. Right. So, I think peanut butter Falcon was another movie with, did you see that one?
1: No, I have
0: to It's um, it's um, Shia LaBeouf, and uh, an actor who was uh, he has Downs, I believe. Yeah, Downs. Mm-hmm. And it's it was a really cool movie. It was in like uh, Outer Banks, North Carolina, part of the country that you don't see a lot of movies take place in. And it was mm-hmm. this friendship, and um, it was really beautiful, and it was really nice. And the act, it wasn't uh. What do we say now? Neuro non divergent or something. Let, let's say, I'm going to say non disabled right. yeah. um, person playing that, which I know that can be kind of touchy. Like Leo DiCaprio playing an autistic boy in What's Eating Gilbert Grape, which yeah, he's yeah. incredible at it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I get, I don't know if that would fly anymore. I don't know if it should fly anymore. I don't think they should censor that movie at all. Very right. good movie. But I think those stories, that's the diversity I think we see, need to see more of. Um, Not just... Uh, I, I think that they they offer something new and something different. Right. And that like someone has to deal with something and having actors who, like the actor who won CODA, uh, he won... Did he win? What did he win? Did he win actor? Best actor? I'm not sure. I don't, I'm not sure either. I, I can't remember. And I did a whole fucking list on this. I, I don't know, I just think that's where there would be a, a room for more diversity and that should be the focus
1: yeah I'm, I'm I'm more lenient when it comes to that type of um when it comes to those types of uh, calls for diversity um because yeah. I think that there is more um grounds for interesting storytelling there rather than some so so this reminds me a little bit and 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 again we might have brought this up at some point in in previous episodes but a while back, the Huffington Post briefly had um uh, uh this section i think it was like the diversity section and like most of the stories were exactly the same because they were just simply like i'm an asian woman and, and this is how difficult it is to be an asian woman in america today and oh i'm a, a black trans man this is how difficult it is and but they were it was like even though like like the, the skin color and the identity and, the, and even though those things were different mm-hmm. all the, the all, all the stories were exactly the same it's like okay fine sure whatever and i'm not saying that though that, that it's not difficult to be black or trans or asian or whatever like but but like um when it comes to like you know certain handicaps where yeah. it's like okay yeah that's that's something that that transcends skin color and gender and sexuality that's that's like something that you have to deal with regardless of what your status is where your class is or whatever you are wherever you are in the country that's or or the world even that's something that you do have to deal with and i think that there's there there is more grounds for interesting storytelling there um yeah, and i think that there there there's definitely um um so so, so it, if this luncheon was more about that I, I i probably would not be as i would not be as critical about it
0: yeah and um, it is partly about it and part of this is like sure. they stay at the end here you know talking about how difficult maybe it is to hire deaf or disabled talent um right. So you just hire. And I'm not for
1: for for setting up more resources to include yeah. more. Uh, that that's that's where re- into the industry.
0: That's where these resources should be going, in yes. my opinion. Like, yeah, there. Are, it's already so tough to have, um, to have any, and even like a minor what would be considered. I mean, I don't mean that a, like would be considered minor on the grand scale. Like, like life's fucking tough already. Yeah. You know. Yeah like to have any sort of disability like that that just makes it tougher and you didn't you didn't do anything like right, you didn't right. you were just born or just developed or maybe you did do something maybe you made some bad decisions and you have it. and that's a yeah. story yeah. like that's yeah. a story that i remember uh this movie called the sea inside it's a spanish movie with javier mm-hmm. bardem he becomes a quadriplegic which isn't mm. a, that's not disability i know but it's different. like he did something he dove into a you know, broke his neck or whatever dove into water yeah and it was about it was, this was more about euthanasia movie mm-hmm. but like that that sort of stuff that's an extreme so you know i kind of went off there sure but, sure. but like the disability uh like the, that to me is like that's where all of these resources should be going yes. one just to like make like make these people's lives better
1: yeah like
0: yeah. like whether it's acting classes music classes sport yeah. like be more inclusive in that sense yeah not just like I'm 24 percent, you know, s- Sue or or Lenape or something right, like, right, oh, right. OK, like
1: I, and I here's not thing, I wouldn't. Be, so like I'll I'll give the woke their their due here. Um, so, don't do a Joe. I know. Well, I'll, I'll, like once in a while, they make they'll make part of a good argument. So they'll. They'll often bring up how um why so many movies and TV shows um feature characters that are white and the and and how you know the industry tends to think of white as being the default. I think at the very least there's some truth there because that's historically been true. Like fine, okay, there's been a lot of white representation in in the in the entertainment industry uh you know up until you know the last couple of decades or so. Um so so fine. I can see why a screenwriter who's just used to watching a lot of mainstream movies going like oh yeah and this character yeah sure he's right whatever blah 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 not think and then not think twice not even in a race away just not think about you know considering other 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 identities mm-hmm. i remember this one time i was i was part of a writing group a while back and i had written um so, so it was it was this group where, where everybody would would you know share you know on, on Saturdays we'd get together at a coffee shop and we'd share part of a screenplay or a short story or a novel or a poem that we were working on and so I, I had written this this short horror screenplay about a piano teacher who was also a serial killer, um, and then, and and I wrote it. What I and and this is it was basically one scene, and and the piano instructor was a male, and he was torturing a female. But as I'm going through, I'm like, you know, what if I switch the genders? This is not based on a feminist thing. This is simply like, well, what if I change? What if I just switch? Because I'm so used to the idea of. A woman being, you know, tied to a chair and tortured. Like that's, I've seen that so many fucking times. It was more about cliches than anything. Yeah, every so every, was, every
0: time I watch porn. What? Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but 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 I, I, just, I, <laughs> I know, I know. But I mean, like, like there's so many torture movies out there where it's like it's just a woman being tortured and she's tied yeah. up. So I, I it. Switched, I switched Like, what if she's, uh, um, what what if the the, the serial killer slash uh, piano instructor was. A female and the student was a male, and then that actually I was like, oh, that's that's more interesting. So I actually changed the characterization and the dialogue, and to me, it actually came out better because, like, you know, I know this is this is this controversial. Men and women, on average, are different. So I actually wrote, Uh,
0: I I quit. I cannot (laughs) co-host. I cannot (laughs) cannot co-host a podcast with someone with these problematic and violent views.
1: (laughs) But uh, 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 you know, like I, I switched the genders, and I I think it ended up actually coming out more interesting. It's like, oh, like a female serial killer who's also yeah. a classical pianist. Like this is interesting. Like that's it's,
0: more. It's really they, they... funny that you say that. No. Sorry, I, yeah, it's funny that you say that because I was thinking recently too. Um, and and uh, a question for you, for what you just said, and yeah. you just did that because you thought the art would be better, right? Yeah, you're yeah. just like,
1: yeah, I'm just playing with ideas. Yeah,
0: yeah, I did. I used to. Uh, I know you don't really use Instagram, but I post my books that I yeah. read. Like whatever book I'm reading, I post it and then when I finish, I post the next book, right? And I and, and before the the great awakening shit, all this stuff, I went out of my way to make sure that I read women authors, like cuz I noticed that no one criticized me, no one said anything. Why is it i read a lot of a lot of men. Um cuz historically men were the only ones who wrote books uh until relatively recently and even still not a lot of women got in the mainstream now i'll tell you it's almost all women authors and readers yeah. um yeah. but uh and that's fine because if the market if and i know this i have an email list i don't mean to go off here but i have an email list like i want to say it's sometimes i feel like 85 to 95 percent of my email list is, is women mm. um And I, you can't always tell because their names, but you know, know, Alice is probably not a guy like something like Shannon or Jamie, like they could go both way. You don't know. Um, But, and if women are the ones who are reading, then they probably want to read more women authors, not always, but that's fine. That goes that way too. Right. 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 right, So, but I would, anyway, I would go out of my way to read more women authors and like authors from different countries and different backgrounds, stuff like that. And I just do that naturally because right, right. i was like yeah i am kind of reading a lot of white guys let me read some and like and that but now it almost feels like because this is so in your face yes. i don't do that anymore right. i just read exactly what i want to read exactly. and sometimes right. that is a, a novel by a black american sometimes it is by a, a white japanese woman or excuse me a japanese woman sometimes right. by an, a, a white guy who died 200 years ago right i don't right, right. but like i don't I don't do that anymore because it's so force fed. It's so in your face. It's like exactly. Well, no, I'm just gonna read exactly what I want now. Right. Um, exactly. So it's totally, so, it totally backfired to and it's for me. I know. Yeah, you know, you're absolutely right.
1: And the reason why I brought it my my own kind of personal, you know, experience of 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 gender swapping something, um, is like there are ways I think to kind of encourage diversity and representation in a way that's not in your face, and if you don't, like, watch a movie with a female in it, then you're a bigot, blah, blah, blah. It's like, they're, so, like, to me, like, switching the genders actually pr- pr- produced a better product in the end. Mm-hmm. And so the reason, and, and another reason why I brought this up is because this is something that Gina Davis brought up in that that panel talk that I watched a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, she was watching, I can't remember what, what cartoon it was that she was talking about. She was, walking, she was watching some cartoon and, or maybe it was a Disney movie or something. It was an, it was an animated thing. And in the, in, the, in the background, it was mostly white men or something like that. And then so she met the like one of one of the people who, who worked on that that project. And she goes, Hey, um, why not include more women? Why not include more people of color? And then, like, sometime like a year or so later, they were working on another project, and there was another crowd scene, and they included more diversity. And then it goes up to her and goes, Oh, I never even like it, just never entered my thinking to include more skin colors, more genders, blah blah blah. And she goes, Yeah, see, that's all you need to do. Here's the thing: like, that's it's one way to kind of ask somebody, hey, you know, yeah your story is interesting as it is but what what would happen if you if if, would it change the dynamics if you were trained if you're to switch the race or the gender or the sexuality you're because you're talking about more that's fine that's because you're coming at it from a creative standpoint yeah but like what she's doing now as well as what Hollywood is doing now is like you know this is a good movie but can you add more skin colors not because it'll make the movie better but simply because we just need more skin colors yeah that's what we're against here like that's what we're really criticizing
0: yeah. Uh, that m- reminds me, so I'm bringing up. Okay. So, and this, this, this really fucking, I remember. Um, so this was after the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas shooting in Parkland, I guess mm. is what it's called. Yeah. Parkland shooting in, um, Florida. Right. And this, like, uh, uh, I get, I get like really there's this cartoon someone drew a cartoon of uh there apparently there was a teacher who was a hero like he saved a bunch of kids by blocking a door and taking a bunch of bullets right like buying time something like that hmm. um and there's a cartoon that had that that was really really um poignant to me it it was a bunch of people you know as far as that I can see in this in this cartoon I'm looking at now. And there's a girl pulling him by the hand, saying, "Come on, Mister Feist. So many of us want to meet you. Like so many of us have been killed by gun violence, right?" I'm getting choked up just just saying this. Yeah. And I remember someone, and this got a lot of attention on Twitter, um, because it's beautiful. Like I think it's a really beautiful, poignant drawing, and and I can I can send it to you. And I remember someone commenting like basically where's the diversity and the drawing mm. and it's like first of all it's not colored in at all right so it's not like they have races a lot of it's kind of like blurry like you can't tell exact you know but it's like that's like that's what you're gonna comment on this picture of a bunch of children who just died right right like where and the artist you could tell went into kind of like like it's not like it was just some comment that ignored and got buried. Like, yeah, got a lot of, of sway, and the artist responded to it, you know, in the same kind of way. Like, right, you, you can imagine what the response would be—very covering right. my ass sort of response. And it and is, and I remember this was, this was like five, this was like five years ago or something. I still remember mm-hmm. this. Like, I'm not looking at this. I'm looking at the the photo. Yeah, I'm just thinking to myself, like, and I was pretty fucking progressive at what at this time. Yeah, And even then I remember thinking, like, that's what you have to say. Right. Like, you can't hold it in for one fucking thing. Like, yeah. a photograph of a bunch of murdered children. Or not photograph, right. excuse me, cartoon portraying, like, the spirits of murdered children and adults right. during these school shootings, which yeah. is a fucking problem in this country. Yeah, yeah. And it, I think it's, it's like, this shit's a, it's a sickness. Like, this, this D.E.I.D crap and it just like infects any sort of thought where you look at a drawing of dead people, spirits and you say, well, where are all the the Native Americans? Right, exactly. Like, yeah. at a school that I think was very white I think this was a very white school, a Latino school. Right, right.
1: Yeah, yeah I mean, it reminds me of there's that Marvel Netflix show Luke Cage um which- Yeah takes place and was shot in and around harlem new york and yeah. i remember which which is predominantly black and which yeah. is in keeping with the comics like that is comic accurate and i remember yeah. when the show came out there was there were complaints about the lack of diversity on the show and it's like what are you talking about like there's the there's interesting
0: thing because i always wonder when you see diversity usually they mean like too many white people, right? But what right. about when do, when something does take place in you know uh, almost entirely one race neighborhood or city, yeah. like like Baltimore yeah. or Harlem, New York, where right? Um, I'm in Harlem like a, a decent amount of time, yeah. Uh, and there is actually Harlem has had sort of a, a influx of non-black people, yeah, yeah, um, and. Like I think, like Neil Patrick Harris lives there, and like because mm. it's a still a relatively affordable neighborhood in yeah. New York, yeah. uh, in Manhattan at least. And wait, so sorry, what were they saying? They're saying there's not enough diversity.
1: Yeah, in a show too
0: black? that takes place.
1: Yeah, in a show that that. <laughs> but like, it made sense, though. I mean, because like it, it, it does. It took, yeah. it took place in a in, in 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 a neighborhood that's predominantly black, and it, it's also comic accurate. It's like you cannot. There's no way to fault that. Like it's just like. Yeah. Like you, you would have to be a bigot to be like, oh, there's none of the so skin color. Was it
0: what was it? White people complaining? It was there weren't. Enough, I'm very confused because you don't I'm, hear I'm not, this a lot.
1: Yeah, I know. I, I I can't remember. This is so so. This is from the first season, which came out in like I don't know, 2017, 2016, yeah, maybe. Not this not is a while like back.
0: Trans Filipino, yeah, uh, Jews, Muslim immigrants, like. Muslim. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Harlem, I think is it's more diverse now than it was, like, 20 years ago. Sure, yeah. But it's still, like, I, I, I don't know. I would think it's at least 80% black. And Harlem's pretty yeah. big. Like, there are yeah. different sections of it. There's yeah, also, yeah. There's, there's, a, there's a Spanish Harlem, too, that used to be Italian Harlem, and mm. it changed because people like people move in, people move out. That's how it yeah, happens. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but I, it's then, weird that
1: you can have a show that's like, oh, cool, like, finally, like, you know, black superhero... In a black neighborhood. All right, cool. Finally, more they, diverse. Yeah. It's not diverse enough.
0: They, just, the want, they just want, want every <laughs> single piece of media to be like a college brochure. Yeah. Like you have a, a, a white girl uh, who's benefited more from affirmative action than black people. That's inside. Right. Uh, a, a, a black man. Uh, a, a Chinese trans student in a wheelchair yeah. with a professor with patches a gray hair professor professor with patch like they just want every single thing i want my newscast to look like this i want my show to look like this it's like th- that's his that's inaccurate like if the show takes place in harlem that's 85 percent black the representation would be 85 percent black and that's okay yeah or maybe yeah. you're in spanish harlem and it's much more latino i don't know i think they're puerto ricans i'm not positive on that right. um but yeah so so uh, it, it it's not it defies logic yeah like it's yeah. not about being accurate defies accuracy and logic it's not about right. that right right it's completely about feelings and um and just yeah superficial diversity
1: exactly yeah
0: you want to wrap it up yeah this is good this was good that, that was fast that was fast hour and 20
1: yeah um all right cool all right um so hollywood sucks and, um, well, hey, I, so uh, I'm going to be doing something uh, interesting. So this Saturday <laughs> night, I'm going to um, some kind of a weird performance art comedy show thing. All right. All right. Uh, the, the, the comedian's name is uh, Tyler Nacho. Um, he does not look okay. Latino. So,
0: but, uh, <laughs> right, but it's like, like a weird, it's, but here's the thing. It, it's, it's
1: like a weird, like, puppet show slash like dance parties slash like uh, i think they are do like uh pop oh, readings you, or something
0: you fucking west coast urban people tend to normal <laughs> fun like the rest of us you know what's funny man is that like i get drink people- with my i get drunk with my cats on the weekend that's what, <laughs> that's what this country needs more of you
1: know what's funny is that like I have so much disdain and hatred for this type of artsy, you know, up your own asshole sort of thing. But there's a weird, like... I find that 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 disdain goes away if you treat these people like they're like animals in a zoo, where it's like, wow, look at these weird people doing weird thing. Wow, this so this is interesting. Oh, yeah, um, and not take them seriously in any way. Like, um, right, right. I probably shouldn't say much about this. I'll, I'll I'll keep it somewhat vague. But um, my roommate is working on a film for not a major director, but but a, a director who's known for doing one big thing a while back. Um, I'll tell you offline. I'll tell you offline.
0: One big thing.
1: He he's oh. known for doing. Or he, actually, he's, he he did one thing that that did get an Oscar nomination. So he he has one worked on one big project, but my anyway, my friend is working on a film for him, and um, uh, this guy's also this director is also an artist, and so he had some kind of like weird mm. art gallery thing a few weeks back. Th- so so that was the art gallery that I told you that he was texting me. Like, oh, dude, Andrew Garfield's here
0: oh um, nice nice yeah
1: but he's like this director is so full right tell
0: me tell me all fair because i can't think. yeah of yeah it. yeah
1: um but he's like dude this guy's so full of himself like he's being he's like being interviewed and like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be there like recording him he's being interviewed and he recorded a song at this art gallery he recorded a song it's being played at this art gallery featuring his own art and they're playing his music and he's got a guitar he's walking around with a guitar <laughs> but he's not playing it <laughs> he's just walking around
0: so there's just like he's a being, douche yeah, he's like a,
1: this this old douche guy. All right,
0: well, well I, I'm curious. So, so I'll, let's, yeah,
1: I'll, I'll tell you offline. But uh, yeah, um,
0: let's end the episode, because I want to hear.
1: Yeah. Anyway. Right, uh, anyway, right thank you, everybody. This was fun. It was uh, okay. Stay reckless, Ben. Stay reckless. <laughs>